Hi, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode. I am Taylor and Allison Sullivan joins me in the studio today. We have a great conversation for you. I've We've been on a roll here the last few weeks. I've really enjoyed recording these episodes. I hope that you guys are enjoying listening to them. We talk about uh, two things today. One being I have this I have this uh, this idea that I'm not sure how Christian it is, but I think it's true nonetheless. We're going to be talking about money today, primarily around stresses about money. We have a, a great conversation. Allison is very helpful for a lot of the stresses going on in my life. We also talk about a big win as well. And then we talk about uh, a couple of, we, we talk through uh, two talks that I'm going to be giving that are brand new talks for me. I'm going to be giving a talk on the vine and the branches and the Martha and Mary story. And I pick Allison's brain to kind of help me in my prep for that talk for a diocesan youth event coming up in a few weeks. So I hope that you enjoy today's show. If you do, please hit the subscribe button wherever you are watching or listening. Enjoy. There, Taylor. Welcome to Fort the Catholic. I am Taylor <laughs> Schroll, and that is Allison Julissa Sullivan. Hi. That's a new one. Julissa. I am, I'm confused. I want Jewel, not J U L. I want it E W E L. Jewel. Like the smoking stuff? No. I think that's Ju- two U's. <laughs> no, I like bedazzled. I think you can get those bedazzled. No. Oh, well, no. I'm just saying if, if the new name is Julissa, then I want it to be a jewel, a gem, sparkly, well, radiant. Speaking of sparkly and radiant, I want yes. to talk about you. <laughs> so, <laughs> first of all, you've worn this necklace before, but I don't think we've talked about it. Oh, okay. So if you're watching on, you, on YouTube, we're going to do a couple of uh, video, video required things here for a second. We'll try okay. to help out the audio. There's, a, the there's a lot going on, isn't there? Uh, there is. There's a lot going on with what you're wearing. So uh, that's how you like to start a Catholic podcast off is talk about what, what, what the woman is wearing within 60 seconds. Uh-huh. It's what all the trads want. It's a, it's, it's a way to be quickly canceled with my lot. The the uh, the irony is most of the trad people are like she needs to wear more clothes and I'm like lady it's 85 degrees outside and yeah. you're wearing the Catholic version of a shirt. Have you ever gotten that feedback before? What about that your female hosts need to wear more clothes? No. Okay, no. <laughs> like surely not. Although Maybe the opposite. you would be, I know you would be wise to shield me from that though. Oh yeah. no, uh, no, absolutely not. That's other pockets of the internet. I don't think those kinds yeah. of people. Yeah, no, to it's true. We've chased them away long ago because they hate me. Yes, <laughs> and I'm kind of the gatekeeper, <laughs> you know. Um, but you're wearing this necklace that I like a lot, so I'm going to compliment something you're wearing. Okay, and then, and then you're going to make fun of, of me. It's wearing. coming. Okay, um, I'm bracing already. I like the necklace. I just have a question about it yeah it's a beautiful gold necklace uh-huh. beautiful gold chain and it has the a big a on it for mm. allison that's me but it, but it's sideways and i've wondered about this oh what, so instead uh, of the a being like pointing like from like your face down the rest of your body it's it it points to the left <laughs> yeah you don't want me to mess with this microphone i know that you don't. don't i know um yeah i don't know i just liked it i didn't put a lot of thought you, let's put it this way you have thought more about my necklace than i have I, th- I think I've thought more about your whole outfit than you have. <laughs> That's apparent. That's probably fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just liked it. It was on Amazon. I think it was nine ninety nine. So it's, it's a good looking necklace for nine ninety nine. I Thanks. thought it was like fancy, like real gold. Like it looks. It looks no, nice. I know. Yeah, uh, I like it. But, but it's one of those things that, like, I think it's wrong on purpose to attract attention. Like, yeah. I think the fact that I 
I wouldn't be saying anything about it if it was just a gold necklace with an A on it. I'm like, oh, that's her name. Like, but the fact that it's sideways draws attention mm-hmm. to it, which I think makes means it's doing its job. It's like spelling something wrong on purpose on social media so that you get comments. Yeah. You know, like if I haven't gotten comments on anything in a while, I'll spell something wrong, like jewel or jewel. Oh. And they'll be like, actually, and then I get boosted in the algorithm because everybody's wow. commenting on how stupid I am. Yeah, you think a lot <laughs> about these things. So I think people on TikTok definitely do that. They, okay, but hold on. I have, I had a thought. And it was about, have you seen the sideways crosses? Like people, like, so normally if you think about someone wearing a cross as a necklace, the cross is hanging down, right? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, people ha- are putting them sideways. I have not seen this. I don't like that. I know a lot of people don't. They're I, like, like, I've seen it right side up uh-huh. and upside down for like Peter. For, uh-huh. Sideways is like, that, no one did that. No one did that. It's not a thing. So I do think that it's an eye catcher and just a way to be different. Also, do you feel particularly drawn to the letter T? Like, do you like the letter T? As long as it's not sideways as a cross. <laughs> okay. Um, do you, what's your birthday no, month? I, what's your birthday month? Uh, October. Oh, do you love October? I, I See, I, I love October more than I care about the letter T. I think uh-huh. because T is, it's, it's literally everywhere that it's not like special. Okay. Like there are things that are made in T shaped. There's like T poses. There's like. It's definitely, if you played Wordle, you would never have your starting word without a T. No, it's teach every time. Teach. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The C and the H. Are you still playing Wordle? Yeah. <laughs> My stats are so impressive. <laughs> I know they are. And no one's talked about it because no one's cared about Because no one does it anymore. Yeah. I know. Okay, but it I just... got bought out by the big company and then nobody cared anymore. It wasn't the it, school. Yeah, thing. yeah. I, but I think that people get drawn to these things that they that are kind of identifying. So it's your birthday month. Like I think that a lot... If you were to ask someone what's your favorite season, I bet that their favorite season is what hosts their birthday month. So I, th- I just love A's. Like I, I see them around and I'm like, oh. So I, I mean, I think that's a thing. I think it's normal. Uh, so my, my, next, my next question. Yeah. Is, Here it comes. I, I'm I, bracing. It, literally, you said good morning and you walked into the door. And I'm uh-huh. like, what is that? What is happening? You're wearing a hoodie. Yeah. That like, you know, people can see the, the top of it. And from the front, like yeah. even now on, on camera mm-hmm. of what you can see, it kind of looks like a normal hoodie. It looks normal. And, but then in the it go in the back, it literally goes up to your shoulder blades. Yeah. Like, where's the rest of the jacket, Allison? So I tried to tell Taylor <laughs> that what the kids are doing these days is they're cropping their hoodies. He is that a care. kid's hoodie? I think that's how it, the, it fits. It's like you're wearing a child's hoodie from Baby Gap. Is that still a thing? <laughs> <laughs> by kids i mean gen z taylor okay it's what gen z is doing and they boss me around on the regular they tell me what makeup i need they tell me that i can't have a side part anymore i have to part my I, I, I hair in the center eight years. <laughs> <laughs> i am so cool See, these are problems you don't have but now do i did i put a lot of thought into my outfit i'm going to tell you that no i did not you want to know why because i started teaching my fitness class again this morning you said fitness <laughs> i don't like to anger the treads okay and so i started teaching my fitness class this morning and then i had a lot to do today and so i just came straight from my fitness class and i threw on this hoodie because i was chilly which we should be celebrating because it's finally october in the fall and so yes is it shorter than you'd like i i don't i, I don't know what to say about that I mean, except not, I'm that i'm more like, stylish than you Taylor. but that's that's I understand that, 
<laughs> but I don't get this style. Okay. You do a lot of things well, that are more stylish than me. I'm like, oh, she looks nice. No, yeah. But I the, understand. I understand. The longer we now, talk, the more you zip up your hoodie. I feel like I'm making you a I know. I, I do. <laughs> I feel like I have to explain myself. I, I will say, though, that when G shows me something, did I say Gen Z? When Gen G. Z shows G? me something new, sometimes your eye does have to adjust. Sometimes you have to get used to it. Because sometimes when they say, oh, we're doing bell bottoms now, and you're like, Oh wait, I really only just got the hang of skinny jeans, right. and so it takes a minute. I don't so, fit in my bell bottoms anymore. That was too long ago. <laughs> maybe you'll get used to my cropped hoodie, Taylor. Just give it a minute. So it's just it's just very funny that th- your reasoning is that it's because of the kids, and my reasoning was I thought you took it you from your daughter's closet. Look like yeah. a child. Yeah. Well, I will end up taking this from my daughter's closet because big celebration. You will celebrate this moment. When your kids, you and your kids can wear the same shoes in particular, it's a win. That's a that's a great moment. It just I happened to me. Really hope my kids aren't my size anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, I started stealing Silas's sweatpants and now Amelia and I can wear the same shoes. So it's a yeah, it's it's a good time. So things disappear all the time is what I'm saying. So did I take this from my daughter's closet? Maybe. That could have happened. <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we're talking about fashion, which is yeah. a, which, which, uh, I, always a hot topic on Forte. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at us, uh, which which kind of transitions to our money thing. Because honestly, your necklace looks like you have a lot more money mm-hmm. than you said that you bought it for. Yeah, so it's a it's a nice look. Uh, <laughs> 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 you cracked me up. Uh, I want to talk about money. Okay, and I have had this topic. Uh, on my mind for a while Mm -hmm. and uh people who listen to the podcast that like are listening and not just playing it in the background Mm. might might realize that this has some connection to last week's episode okay i'm not gonna explain it but if you could figure it out okay i've wanted to talk about this topic for a while but i had to wait till uh someone else was here okay okay i'm gonna say something that i don't think a catholic should say oh i i'm i am convinced Convinced. Convinced that every single problem that I have currently in my life mm-hmm. would be solved by having more money. Mm. More money, more problems, Taylor. I have racked up a ton of problems with decades of no money. Yeah. I've racked up an, an, an exorbitant amount of not money, yeah. but problems. Yeah. And I look at every problem that I have uh, physically, mentally, sp- even spiritually, okay. um, work-wise. I think there are so many things that I could be doing better okay. if I had more money. Okay. Um, so I would propose that while those things might feel easier, you might be able to alleviate some of them there would just be different troubles because how could you ever argue that you like are looking at people who have more money than you and they are not living life any easier? Are you saying, or do you argue that? I, I do. Uh, part of this, I, part of this, is, it's a dangerous conversation and I understand that, which is why I wanted to save it for, for you. Uh, yeah. One of the many reasons, but yeah. the other part of this is I do get frustrated when people people that I know have more money than me mm-hmm. complain about their money problems. I don't care if they complain about their me- everybody has yeah. mental problems, everybody yeah. has family problems, yeah. everybody has kids problems like I, but when when people who I know 
for a fact have more money than me. Yeah. And they complain about their money problems. Yeah. I'm like, you don't you don't understand. Like you don't yeah. have any yeah. connection. I don't to think you're wrong about the, that. To the to the stress that I have. Cause like for, for me, it's like, do I go another thousand dollars in debt to do this thousand dollar thing? Right. While they're like, oh, can my kids go to the, Yale sure. instead of Harvard for this? Right. Thousand, you, know, yes. you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I, there is a little bit of frustration in with stuff like that of like, and, and, and I can understand that like, I, I don't have a ton of money, but I have more money than other people. So I understand that I yeah. like me complaining about it. Can sure. also, it, it's absolutely, I, I, I have a little bit of self-awareness about it. Cause I've thought about it for a few weeks now before we talked about it, Yeah, but there is some frustration about that when I'm like incredibly stressing about, about money. And then somebody else is like, Oh no, or a hundred thousand dollar yacht needs $20,000 in repairs. I'm like $20,000 is more money than the problem that I'm having right now. Yeah. But that twenty thousand dollars to you is like is, twenty dollars to me, right? You know? So it's right. There is some of that that's been. I think brewing. about that with health too. Like I, we can complain about feeling bad or being sick, and and to think about some of the health challenges that people are walking around with. So there is a spectrum, which I think is really wise to be aware of. Anytime we start complaining, and yet also, if we're walking, kind of pain is pain. And so if we're walking around like measuring pain and then using it as an excuse to either feel more pain because, oh my gosh, I have way more than you or not feel our actual pain because, oh, well, some people have it worse. Right. You know, then anytime we're looking side to side, it can kind of throw us off. So I just taught my fitness class this morning and I was talking about balance I was talking How much about, you get paid for that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was talking about balance, but I was like, it's no coincidence that we lose our balance when we start looking side to side. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's like a centering that can and should happen that is really irrelevant of the spectrum of pain. Um, and what that allows us to do is not minimize our pain because someone has it worse. Um and then also not exacerbate it because, you know, we're the only ones experiencing it or whatever. Yeah. And I, like one of the things that while I've been thinking about this, one of my friends has been talking a lot about comparison. You know, the whole, the whole idea about comparison is the, is the thief of joy. Right. So I've been kind of reflecting on where comparison falls into this. And I think it, it didn't stem from or start from comparison. It just starts from because like li literally since I graduated college and got married, like we've been stressed about money. Yeah. It's been 11 years yeah. that we've been stressed about money. And yeah. so like it's it did not start as comparison. But the longer that I have dealt with being in debt, you know, have, it, have enough money to do what we can, but not a ton more, you know, getting out of debt, going back into debt, getting out of debt and like the freedom of that. And then going back into debt just because life happens. Right. Like there's a ton of stress where I am constantly stressed about it. And so but where the comparison comes is like it almost like expounds. Like when it comes to the comparison or other people bringing it up or other people talking about money or yeah. whatever, yeah. or like seeing people get to go do stuff that I want to do. Yeah. Like go on vacation uh, yeah. or um you know, get a new car or buy a nicer house or uh, do uh, even just do upgrades a to remodel. this house. Yeah, like, sure. Like when I see that stuff, I'm like, th it, it has been welling up in me over the yeah. last month where I am feeling bad that I can't 
remodel this house. Like there's a ton of stuff that needs to happen. Yep. I feel bad that like my wife and I haven't gone on vacation, just the two of us in a very long time. Yep. They're, like I had, I feel bad that like, like professionally, like for that could be growing if we just had more money. Yep. More marketing money. I could pay more people. I could pay uh, my, myself and I could pay uh, uh, Sarah, the employee. I could pay her more. Like, like there's just like, it is expounding. Like the more responsibility, financial responsibilities I have, it's not like the money is <laughs> growing with the responsibilities. Right. Yeah. So it, it has become this really, like it's constantly stressing me out. Yeah. So then when I see somebody else doing something, it's hard. It's not, yeah, like it didn't stem from the comparison, but I still see that. And I'm like, man, like this ministry is killing it. And I know that they have a, they have a multi-billionaire donor right. that just shovels money into it. I'm like, where's my billionaire donor? Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's just been, there's this constant stress thing. And it's like literally every area of life. If I go to relax, if I go to work, if I go yeah. to family stuff, if I yeah. walk around the house, like it's literally constantly on my mind. Yep. Maybe not always like, oh, I'm so stressed out. But like, yeah. I don't know, four times a day. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's there, right? So yeah. then when, when I see other people doing well, maybe there's a tinge of it. But mm -hmm. when I see other people complaining, it really irks yeah. me yeah. because I'm like, you just don't understand. Well, first of all, I want to say that I think that you're putting words to things that a lot, if not most people feel. Mm -hmm. So if there's any comfort in that you're not alone, there's that. I think that most people would shake their fists and Feel the daily stresses, not just monthly stresses, but like daily stresses of what are we going to do? Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways, we are all in the same boat. Um, another thing that I thought of as you were talking is that I'm not sure that comparison is the thief of joy as much as envy is. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's normal to... Comparison literally just happens in our brains. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think it's normal to, you know, look at our friends and be in community and examine people's lives and kind of think about, well, you know, the ways that we're the same and the ways that we're different. I think that's natural and normal. And w an enemy sneaks in when it's, when it's envious. Um, and... Then for me, if, if envy is ever sneaking in, then it's really about, then what's that pointing to? It's, it's it, in all of our emotions become pointers to something like it's something that we're feeling or something that's happening that needs addressed. So if I'm feeling envious, what's that thing that I'm, that I'm envious of? And then what's that pointing to of something that, because here's the, the other thing is I'm not powerless here. What's the thing that I need to do? There's something that I am called to do to address this feeling of envy. And I don't know the answer to that. Mm -hmm. um, if it's, you know, you are not powerless. In fact, you are very capable and you are very effective. So is there a fundraising thing that we need to put more time and energy towards? Is there a way that your talents could be more lucrative? Is there, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the thing is, but that's what's fun about being friends and being in community is having people to, hey, I've got this problem and it's causing me this strife and leading me towards this sin and I need help. You know, and and that's where we really get to belong to one another. That's when we really get to be a family. And you know, not just the fun, laughy, you know, happy, clappy times, but like, right. this is tough. Yeah. And, and I think, um, there's a lot of things that I want to say after what you said, but let me gather my thoughts. 
I did that thing where like you think about what you're thinking you're going to say next. And then I just sat back and listened for a while. And then yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, yeah. Taylor being a good listener. I know I can always feel you kind of planning a little bit, but yeah, no, I'm good. I'm well then, then I think that that means that there's something to that. Oh, I remember. I remember. Okay. So, um, you talk about like, there's, there's always something more I could be doing. Right. And I think that's part of the stress is because like there, there is a future problem of like, future Taylor needs gobs more money, right? Like future Taylor needs all this other money to expand uh, what, what our family's capable of doing to expand what Forte Catholic's doing. But like, that's, for, that's like future Taylor's problem. And it's been future Taylor's problem for a long time because current Taylor needs to pay this month's bills. Sure. Right. So like when I have time, like uh, doing a big fundraiser has been a thing on my to-do list for since 2021, like a big Forte Catholic fundraiser. I don't, like, I don't have time to do it. Yeah. Because I am, I was like, one, I don't have time because I'm editing more. But even if I'm not, it's just like I could put in all this work and maybe make some money later. Or I could just sit down and edit and make my hourly rate. Right. And be able to pay this month's bills. Right. So it's like a, it's a, it's the whole like, we've talked about it on the show before the like, quickly, if you see babies floating down the river, yes, somebody needs to course. jump in the river yep. and save the baby, but yep. somebody needs to go up Upstream. and see who's th What's throwing babies yeah. in the river. Right. The so problem? it's like, I've, I've been the person. Yeah. Saving the babies, yeah, right? right? But I, I, I can't be the person going going upstream, and and so it's not just like when I say all of my problems, I'm I'm not kidding. Like I, I've thought about this quite a lot because it seems like a ridiculous thing to say, but it's like even like I have had an a, like an urge on my heart, a calling on my heart for my spiritual life to be like when when was I? I've I, like I talked about last week the the healthiest thing that I was doing. We talked about more the scripture thing, but in college the healthiest spiritual time I was was when I was reading scripture in an adoration hour. So like the thing that I can probably do more easily is read scripture. I can do I can do that here. But like I've had this tug in my heart for a month to go to adoration, to like drive to the church. It's twelve minutes away. Do adoration for thirty minutes to an hour, and then drive back. But like I can make a hundred hundred fifty bucks in that hour. So I have to sit here and do like, I feel like, I feel like I have to stay here and work. And it's like, it's cutting into like my relaxing time. Like I'm not playing video games as much as I want to, because I'm working till 10, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock because I need to make money. Um, it's like physically I've gotten bigger. Like I need to go work out, but I don't like, I have the time. I have yeah. an hour. It's not like I, I'm not, it's not like, Oh, I'm out of time. It's like, I have the hour to do it. But I can edit for that hour or I can go work out for an hour. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm constantly having to make the choice to go make money. So like spiritual life, physical life, financial, like literally everything I feel could be easier yeah. if I just had an, an influx of money. So it's, I don't know. And, and, and like, you say the, like, I get what you're saying. Yes, the community thing. But like, I, I feel like I have struck out with the community for so long. Yeah. Like not just the listeners. I'm not. Yeah. Attacking anybody. Yeah. But it's like, it seems like everything that I've asked anybody to do recently, with the exception of one, this is going to end with a positive story, I promise. But like with the exception of one thing, I feel like, hey, can you help me with this? I get told no. Hey, can you donate to this? I get told no. Hey, can you, can you um, help me with this thing? I get told no. Like, yeah. I, I'm like tired of asking, not because I'm tired of asking, but I'm just, I'm just tired of getting told no. Yeah. Like we've had to cancel multiple events this year because I've been told no over and over again. We've had to cancel some some money things because like I just keep, keep getting told no. So it's like that's the first thing. Is like I feel like I'm doing as much as I can. Yeah. And still kind of spinning my wheels. Yeah. So okay, something's broken. It's broken. Like something's not working. Like and so I there is this 
a thing, you know, if we're trying to hold all of our beach balls underwater, you know, it's like you can only Why do are we that doing this? Right, but because we're maintaining. Why are we drowning the beach because balls? Because it's life, Taylor. We're holding them I all feel under. Like a drowning beach ball. Yeah. <laughs> You're holding me underwater. <laughs> Let me if out. only. If only. But it's like we're trying to maintain. We're trying to like keep everything under and then when they all come like exploding up it means it's it's time it's like time to reconcile or or, uh you know reckon with what's not working so there is a restructuring that needs to happen and you're not gonna have all of those answers you're not you are going and this i don't mean like oh let's have a kumbaya pow wow you know moment where we just get to sit around and complain together i mean no use Weekly on the fourth catholic podcast <laughs> <laughs> use the gifts of your friends that have an easier time looking upstream and solving some problems like there are tools available to you um that i don't know that you're accessing i hear you that you feel like you've done that and you've been told no. So if it's different people or if it's different questions, if it, you know, but something, the Lord is telling you that something's got to give, it's not working. And I think that those moments are merciful moments. It doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel merciful at all, but it's, it's at those moments where everything changes after. So it's like, you have been Everything's going back to my yo- my fitness class this morning. Your what? My yoga class. Everything's going, yoga is like life. Because it's like there's these, these positions that you're just asking me to hold this too long. You know? And it's like, okay. And now there's the release and, we, and, and then change is on the other side of that challenge. It's like we could sit here and stay the same and everything would be comfortable. But like nothing's changing. Nothing's growing. I promise you there is so much growth on the other side of whatever it is that's about to change. Because it has to change. This isn't sustainable. It has to change. And whatever's next is going to be so awesome. So what I'm hearing is I just need to do one fitness class and then everything will be No, fixed. you need to go to your holy hours, what you <laughs> yeah, need to yeah, do, yeah, honestly. <laughs> and you need to watch what the Lord does with that. And it's not going to, it doesn't make sense to us right now because you're right. You could sit there and earn a $150 in that time. Watch. He will not be outdone. Go do it. Do it. See what okay, happens. <laughs> I know, honestly, I'm like, I'm like, I am dragging you there right, right after this. Yeah. Uh, okay. So good story. So uh, I was feeling this. You know, if 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 the cup was full of anxiety, my anxiety's gone down to like maybe eighty or ninety. So I kind of tapped into the hundred a little bit for today's oh, conversation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Um, it came down a little bit because part mm-hmm. of it is just my like this feeling of responsibility that I have one first and foremost to my family, sure. But then also to Sarah, who now works with me. She's one of my best friends. We worked together for for years, and like uh, and now she's been working here for I don't know six months since the beginning of the year, and uh. She's been work. She's been doing video editing on a computer that cannot do modern video editing. Like it's just been taking forever. So like I feel this like stress to take care of people sure, just yeah. in my life, but especially people that are like yeah, I'm paying like that. You know, relying on the the money and all this sort of thing, and I'm relying on her to do the work. And she's had this computer that just wasn't working right. Yeah. And for a long time, uh, so like I have a list of things that like the priority list of like what needs to be fixed, like. What needs to, where's the money need to go for Forte Catholic? Where's the money need to go for our family? Like, you know, what's the first little thing that we need to do around the house? Like everybody has their like priority list. Like this is the first thing sure. we're going to do. Right. Yeah. Um, and 
one of the things that was pretty high on my priority list was replacing my laptop. Like my like the, this this nice computer here, uh, the community donated I don't know two and a half years ago to buy this nice computer. It's able to do everything that I need. But when I travel, like I'm traveling to Ohio this week, or I guess last week for those people listening to this, um, it's very hard for me to do even like my audio editing now. Like I can't video yeah. edit on the computer. And I can barely do my audio editing. It just that ones need to be upgraded for a while. So, but you know, hire her. I hear I hear that. Like that, instant, hers instantly goes above the priority, right? Yeah. So now I'm like stressed out because a new problem that I didn't know about, right? It's now taking priority. It's now bumped everything else down in priority. I'm like kind of stressed out about it, right? But then um, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna ask. I did the thing. I'm like, I'm just gonna ask because I like I, we're pretty constantly asking for like you know every episode is like, hey, you donate for the Catholic, you know, it's yeah. a nonprofit. Donate monthly or you know give a one-time donation. And people do like like we have a large group of people that donate monthly to us. It's it's great, right? And then people will. Like we had one literally last night, a person that I don't even really know, just listened to the show, heard the show, heard that we were asking for donations, donated. Awesome. Like that, that kind of stuff of just like, oh, like I don't know you. And this is just yeah. so cool that you're being generous, right? Um, but I sent out an email a couple weeks ago. I was like, like my, my computer was at the, there's that need want line. And it was like at the top of want, but it wasn't quite a need yet, mm-hmm. right? But hers was like, we need this for her to just be able to do it. So I'm like, okay. I'm going to send out an email to like our email list. And I'm like, here's what we need. Yeah. Like I need five to $6,000. Uh, the, the, pri- the primary thing, like these computers that to be able to work with like the large videos and all the edit- edits and all the stuff we're doing, like they're expensive computers. This is what I need. I need, I need one for her. And then uh, the, like whatever we call it, the stretch goal or whatever, I think, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. ironic. Cause we talked about uh, fitness, <laughs> the stretch goal, right? The stretch goal would be for me to be able to get one. Right. Yeah. And then I sent the email. Okay. And can I tell you what, uh, let me tell you where the, uh, <laughs> this was the end of me getting told. No, I had sent that email. And within the first couple of days, I maybe got 200 bucks and I was defeated. Yeah. I was like, God, like you gotta be kidding. Like I did the thing I asked and like, yeah, yeah. Frustrated. And then, completely randomly, a donor who has been a very generous donor in the past and has gifted us tremendous things out of the blue, out of nowhere. Here's $5,000. Here, here's the ask. Not just the like primary goal, not just the stretch goal. Like, here's the thing, right? So then I'm like, this, I, mean, I got goosebumps now. Like, just incredible, right? Because like, I'm feeling all this stuff on a macro level. And like, this is on a micro level, like it is zooming in a little bit to like, this is a primary issue. The primary issue has been solved because I asked. Yeah. And because of the generosity of this person, a few other people gave. Um, and then another person reached out a few days even after that and said, hey, we have another thousand dollars that we'd like to give you. Oh my right? gosh. Which ended up being good because when I, when I did the, when I did the, when I put on bo- both the computers, like in the cart, it was $5,000. Then I forgot about like protection plans. And yeah, all that right, 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 right. So wow. It ended up being like oh right around six thousand dollars, which I didn't even ask for, and got anyway. Right, like a mistake that I made was solved by God and other people's generosity. Yes. Right, so like big, big sigh of relief because at least like that feeling of like you know I I told you the whole like the um, I, I need to pay for stuff right now, so I'm feeling like I'm ha- I'm t- just tied to this computer. Like mm-hmm. I just I, literally I have to be working on this computer to make to make money for this month. Like I, I can't go fully upstream yet, but I, now I can at least look like a month ahead Yeah, because yeah. like this, this primary problem has been solved. Yeah. Correct. This mm-hmm. is great. So thankful. So thankful for everybody's generosity in that. Um, and even how it played out was almost like a healing thing. Like yes, the fact that it made me kind sure. of more frustrated. Yes. <laughs> that, that, yes. That, that like 
It didn't get a great response. And then, I mean, like days later, five, six days later, after I sent the email, I'm like, oh, it's over. Like I had moved on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, here you go. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> I feel like I harp on this, you know, on this show, but it's like, we have to get to that low, low so that we can experience that high, high. We're always trying to avoid the low, low, you know, nobody wants to be too uncomfortable, but it just, we just end up lopping off the high, high. If you would have asked for the thing and it would have showed up a day later, you would have been like, yeah, great. But like, I wish, really, honestly, I wish that's how everything worked out. No, really I would be, experiencing still be so of, here's this thing that I asked for and it's not going to happen. Like really getting down to the depths of that potential disappointment and being able to not just like imagine it, but actually experience it allows you this celebration. And I hope that you really lean into that. And, and I, you know, I mean, I hope that that's not just something in word, but in deed and in prayer and in adoration of thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, the shaking our fist can't be louder than the celebration, than the thank you. Mm-hmm. It's really, really amazing. Shaking your fist is a silent activity. Yeah, well, <laughs> not with me. You should hear me shake my fist. <laughs> How dare you? How dare all of you? Uh, so anyway, it's been a roller coaster. Like, it, it, you know, God knows all, all of our problems aren't solved, but it, yeah. it did. Yeah, it was a huge win. It was yeah. a huge win, kind of for all of it, kind of for for the stress about it, for the 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 feeling of responsibility around it, for the um, just being told yes for like it just it was all just very good. Um, and I'm very thankful. And and Sarah has gotten the computer, and she's like, I, I don't yeah. understand. I, like I don't understand how good it works. Like it's just yeah. so good. Awesome. <laughs> it's just such awesome. a big deal. So we're very thankful. So thank you. Yay. We always learn the most from the lessons that we wouldn't choose. Like nobody's going to choose to need money. Mm-hmm. And yet this is going to be one of our biggest teachers. I didn't choose the poverty life. The poverty life chose me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm so excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on Forte Catholic, our friends over at Monk's Bread. It sounds exactly what you think it is. It's monks that make bread, and it tastes tremendous. And if you buy it, not only are you going to be, uh, I mean, bread's honestly the best. I mean, look at me. I love bread. It's incredible. And But not only can you enjoy the taste of these wonderful breads, but you can be supporting the monks in their ministry as well. You can try out their raisin cinnamon, maple cinnamon, seasoned pumpkin spice bread, all delicious treats for the whole family. It's made fresh in their Western New York bakery by Catholic monks. Monks bread comes in eight delicious varieties and ships right to your door. They do more than just bread too. Enjoy famous biscotti, fruitcake jams, and more. Every sale of this delicious monastery prepared product helps to support the monks of the Abbey of the Genesee. Tennessee, and we're just going to put an accent on it so I can't be wrong, in their ministry and prayer of in hospitality. Uh, this is a great thing. I love the bread. I love that these monks are making bread in a monastery. Like, do the calories even count if you're making bread in a monastery? So if you want to buy some yourself, go to monksbread.com. Uh, use the code Forte23 at checkout to save 10% on your entire order. Again, that's monksbread.com. Use code Forte23. All the links are in the description. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is the nicest person in this room. <laughs> nicest? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to look for My wife is in the corner. Sad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's not here. She's no, I, I definitely lose that work. race. Yeah. <laughs> It is very funny. My wife's doing yard work and I'm like, shh, keep it down. Yeah. <laughs> She's being so helpful. I'm like, we're recording a podcast. How dare you? She's like, you know, I'm holding a rake, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of vines and branches, that's a terrible thing. 
that wasn't the plan. But uh, I am going to do something here on the show with you that I've only done with uh, one other person. I did it with Catherine. Okay. So I have been asked to give a talk. That's not the rare thing. But I've been asked to give a talk that requires me to talk about something that I've never spoken to about before. To write a new right? something, like, yeah. Brand, brand new talk, right? So uh, Catherine and I did this. I forgot what the... Oh, it was... Uh, the one that Catherine and I did was about like uh, <laughs> like woke media and uh, so like definitely like not kind of not up my alley. So I needed some help. This one I feel like is up my alley, but one, it's a, it's a couple of stories that like I've never spoken about. Two, I feel like you've spoken about... My guess would be is that you've spoken about these two quite some. Okay. Quite some. Quite, quite some. Professional speaker. Some quite. <laughs> uh, the Vine of the Branches. Have you spoken about the Vine of the Branches, John 15? I don't think so. Have you spoken about Martha and Mary? Yes. I, had, I, I knew that I had heard you speak about Martha and Mary. Yeah. I'm surprised by the Vine and Branches thing. I feel like that's yeah. a... It's not... Nothing's coming to me, though. So I do feel like whatever we're about to talk about will not be, you know planned or rehearsed Good. or well studied <laughs> yeah, yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got asked to do th this event I'm going back to the Diocese of Beaumont I love I was the oh, MC yes. for the yeah you've done yes, stuff there yeah, yeah. yeah we've talked about that the uh, the bishop there is incredible the, I'm working with the uh, the youth ministry office and Robert there and his team like the, I got I got invited in to go do the uh, be the MC for their Diocesan conference uh, last summer not this past one but the previous summer and then uh, I was like oh you know, they said like oh we'll invite you back and then they didn't invite me back this summer so I was like oh they must hate me yeah. <laughs> and then literally a, a month later they're like hey you want to do our junior high one I'm like yeah yes. I do you know? so yes. uh, I'm, I'm heading that way like by the time you like, see I've, as you're listening to this I was just in Ohio speaking doing an old talk <laughs> and then I will be going to Beaumont this, this next weekend so um I'm going to ask for prayers for that event just, just to make it live mad. That's an inside joke between oh, me and Liv. Okay. You know, inside jokes work really well on podcasts. So, <laughs> um, so. We just like to exclude our, our audience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I made fun of her earlier without saying her name. So um, anyway, <laughs> Vine of the Branches, John 15, which, uh, so this is the theme for the junior high rally. Okay. And I'm like, the, I'm like essentially everything other than Jesus for this retreat. I'm the speaker, the worship leader, the MC, the game leader. The, uh, gotcha. I think I'll be putting name tags on people. Like I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing yeah. a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, but this is the theme that they came up with, and I had a, a meeting with the team, and I'm like, "This is." Have you heard the term "that'll preach"? It's more yeah, of a of Protestant course. thing, right? Yeah, like, of but yeah. I uh, growing up and like when I was learning how to do ministry, I was surrounded by a lot of Protestants, and yes. I think that's probably why I'm pretty good at it because they were yeah. good at it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I I grew grew up in some black churches, and it was so like if people are calling out that'll preach. Um, another one was you better say that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, better say that. Uh, money will solve all my problems. You better say that. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop it. Say that money is the root of all evil. How dare you? Okay, uh, but literally as like you know, so so we took it was it was cool. We were on the Zoom meeting with with the with the Dawson team, and we took time to like do Lexio on this passage. Mm -hmm. And then like we re read it a few times, mm -hmm. think about it, pray about it. And then all of us talk about it together. I'm like, how to preach. Like this is, yeah. this is some good stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. Um, here's the, the primary verses starts in, in John chapter 15. I am the true vine and my father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch of me that does not bear fruit and every one that he does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. 
Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I am him will bear much fruit because without me, you can do nothing. That's the primary mm-hmm. primary passage. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're going to preach on this, and I just gave you 12 seconds to think about it. Yeah. What's the first thing? That, what's the primary thing that you're trying to get across here? Well, I, I think that that being that being tethered, like that closeness, that intimacy, that leaning, that dependency, which is kind of what we were talking about last segment of, I think that there are situations that are that the Lord allows that require a dependency. I feel like desperation so often showcases his work. And so we are needy. We are reliant upon the Lord. And needy is a word that I often want to spit out of my mouth because it is the very last thing that I ever want to be considered is needy. And so it goes against our culture or our upbringing to ever lean in to that neediness. But if we can embrace our neediness, then there is a lot of like health and green and fruit on the other side of that. And the truth of the matter is that it's not we can do some things. It's that we can do no things without that neediness. So embracing neediness is a big challenge for me. If I were going to preach, it would be about going against what culture tells us that we need to be these lone rangers and independent. And that's just not ever how the design was supposed to happen. Yeah. One of my favorite things is I was in college and there was this uh, Christian rapper, Lecrae. I'm sure you've heard of him. Of course, he yeah. stayed, he stayed popular, but he kind of was getting popular around when I was in college. And he said this one thing, it was one of those things that like one of the, uh, another thing kind of like we said last, like you're not supposed to say this as a Christian, you're not supposed to say this as a Catholic. Right. And, and he says um, he's talking about his work, which is, rapping like his you know his ministry is is sharing the gospel through through rap and he says um he he hands the the pen to god and he's like here you create my rhymes because hmm. if you don't i'm scared that i will and most christians should say fail like if i if i do anything without you i'm scared that i'm gonna fail hmm. but he doesn't say that he says something that is more honest to him and i think more honest to me yeah i'm scared that i'll succeed yeah and i'm no and no longer trusting you because i only trust in me and I'm like, boy, that's yeah. that's my pitfall because yeah. it's like I'm pretty skilled at a lot of things. I can I, I feel like I feel like I can accomplish a lot mm-hmm. on my own. Mm-hmm. And this is saying it's like actually no, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's this book that um, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, the Have you heard of or read Soul of the Apostolate? Mm-mm. So everybody that works in ministry is like, you have to read this book. It's the greatest book ever. And I would like to posit that it's the greatest chapter ever. The book's 500 pages, and I think it's just the same chapter over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's a very boring read. Uh But the point is, the point of chapter one and chapter two and chapter 47 Mm. and chapter 112 is uh, you can do all these sorts of things, but like it's not going to expand. It's not going to grow. It's not going to bear fruit unless it comes from being connected to the Father, right? And I'm like, oh, I might be seeing some of this. Yeah, like how many things do we strong arm? Sitting at my computer instead of going to adoration. Like I'm mm -hmm. seeing some of this. I'm seeing some of this like, oh, like I'm succeeding. And we've been able to pay our bills because I'm pretty talented. Yeah, but we haven't been. But but the stress isn't going away yeah. because I'm not relying right, on right, right, right. Yeah. right. So yeah. there's some connection to to our last segment. I'm not going to be talking about that with the junior. Well, high it's kids. like our talent. <laughs> our talent can grow to a certain level where our character hasn't met it. It's like our talent can. I'm way more talented than, than the amount of character. Our character. I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's apparent to everybody. But that's scary. <laughs> if like when you're trying to build pl- platforms, you know, it's like if your talent is superseding your integrity. Holy smokes. Like that's a problem. That's 
a problem that a lot of people get to witness even. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to a comedian literally before we started this who was in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, the thing that, that stuck out, the primary thing that stuck out to me when we were reading this was um, this idea of as the, the Catholic understanding of suffering and the Catholic idea understanding of like reading scripture. And I'm not talking about like the church teaching. I'm talking about like the, what most Catholics would understand. I feel like most Catholics overemphasize the suffering. Like, oh, just offer it up. Oh, woe is me. Oh, every, everything sucks, right? And not focusing on like the joy of the gospel. It's literally why we exist. That's yeah, right, right, right. right? Um, but then also I feel like we don't read scripture enough as Catholics. Now, that's improved a lot in the last decade because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when I was a kid, nobody, none yeah. of us read we it. We got and, the feedback. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah it's, we're, we were responding, right? Um, but... This, this is the part that really stuck out to me. He says, uh, he takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does, he prunes so that it bears more fruit. And I feel like most Catholics would hear that and be like, oh, the Lord is pruning me, and that's why you know, everything sucks. I'm not good enough. I'm, 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 I'm this bad plant, and I'm not bearing fruit, right? And I'm like, oh, the pruning needs to happen. The pruning stone is out. I'm not saying that's incorrect. I'm just saying there's probably an overemphasis on that. Mm-hmm. Because of the next line, the next line says, you are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Mm. You're, you're already pruned. Yeah. Like, so will suffering come into your life? Y- yes. We literally had a whole segment about it last yeah, time, right? Yeah, right. Will, will suffering come into your life? Um, will the Lord, is the Lord continuing to prune us? Yes. I'm not saying he's not, but I am saying I think we, like, literally even, <laughs> I'm reading this on my Bible app, and I have every other line highlighted except yeah. for the line that says I pruned already. Yeah. And, like, I would have highlighted this years ago when I read it for the first right. time in this app, right? right? And this idea of, like, yes, God is working on us. I feel like we've got that. I'm not good enough, so God is working on on, on improving me. But this thing of, like, look, guys. <laughs> This isn't John. I, I've, I've already, I've already shared the word with you. I've already, like, you're living the life. Like, I've already pruned you. Yeah. Like, you're good. So it's this, this tension of like, exactly. you're good, but also, we're getting better, right? Yeah. But not this. You're bad. Right. And I feel like that's the overemphasis. Yeah. So like, that's the first thing that popped out to me. When, when I, I love that. Yeah. I really love that. Good. That'll preach. <laughs> yeah. Like always, the and both. Yeah. Yeah. So what's funny is we almost the exact same thing happened on this Zoom call because it's. Let's see, there were five Catholic adults, and here there are two Catholic adults, and uh, talking about this in, a, in an adult way. Like, we're talking about adult topics and connecting to adult things. And then I'm like, <laughs> but but I'm talking to junior uh, high Yeah, kids, you yeah, know? they're 12. So, so I I instantly, uh, let, let's see, I have to find the line, right? Um, where is it at? If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it'll be done. Whoever remains in me and I and, and I and him will bear much fruit. So I feel like um, Jack and the Beanstalk is what popped into my head because that's a large vine. <laughs> yes. Right? And that vine, I, 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 I feel like I understand the scripture more than I need to do understand Jack and the Beanstalk. So sometime this next week, I'm going to watch Jack and the Beanstalk with my right, kids right. so that I get those facts. <laughs> is this right, tracking? Right? Yeah. I'm not going to speak heresy, but I might speak Jack yeah, and right. the Beanstalk heresy. If it's all right. But... You know, primary thing, or the first thing that popped in my head was that Jack of the Beanstalk, it grows from the ground up, and then he's able to climb from earth to mm-hmm. the heavens, up, up into the clouds, right? Um, and I feel like that's how a lot of us think about faith and prayer. Yeah. It's like, I need to go 
and build this link yeah. between me and God. Yeah. And I have to go find this magical yeah. beam. I have to go find this magical prayer, or this magical place to yes. pray, or this magical mass, or yes. the perfect mass, or the perfect preacher. Or yeah. the per- I have to go find this magical thing, whatever the magical thing yeah. is for you, so that I can build something from me to heaven. This vi- literal vine from me to heaven, where God's like, it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not that hard because how he did it, he's like, I, he says, I am the vine. Jesus was in the heavens is the vine came down to he- from heaven yeah. to earth to connect us. And he is the one constantly going up and down the vine. Like, and yes. he's like, uh, if you remain in me, it, it's, it's so much easier than we make it. <laughs> Literally the action yeah. that we are supposed to take is not pruning ourselves. That's not what he's asking. Yeah. He's saying, remain, just remain. It's not that hard. And I feel like I, we make it way too hard. I to think that it is because, I'm learning a lot about this right now because of like a a personal situation at home, but it's there. It is so much easier to just do something than to sit with something and experience it. So it is easier to do. So you're talking about, I just want to read the right thing, um, say the right prayer, find the right priest. I just want to do, 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 do. And or or follow a plan that someone else has mapped out and then follow that to the letter. You know, I feel like there can be to some the sideways A to the <laughs> follow the sideways A and end up in this really scrupulous, you know, existence where, you know, everything has to be just right so that I can experience the thing when really it is just being still. It is just starting from starting from zero starting from zero with nothing to lose like just i'm already there i've you've already been pruned it's just sinking into that moment and then having the realizations that come with the realization that i am already who god made me i am already um accepted by god there will be things that shift and change as a result of lying there loved under the tender gaze of a father that loves us just as we are instead of having to do, 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 do to then experience that thing. So there's a quote, it's not mine, but it says something about we think that whatever it is that we can achieve is going to merit the benevolence, benevolence of God. When really it is experiencing the benevolence of God that is going to get us to, you know, right, the right, places right. that right. that we want to be. And so it's always carts before horses. We just keep putting carts before horses. Yeah, it's this weird thing that we get. It's easier. When, when like, after you've been Catholic for a while. Mm-hmm. It's like when you first become Catholic or first started caring about your faith, depending on who you are and where you're but When you first become Catholic or you first start caring about being Catholic, it is a response to God's love for you. Yes, exactly. Yes. And yes, then yes, years yes. later, we're like, I'm not good enough. I suck. Yeah. When like the whole reason he sent his son was to show how much he loved us. That's the whole reason that he sent us his word, scriptural and embodied in Jesus yeah. is because he loved us. And the whole reason like that he wants to remain with us is because he loves us. The whole reason that he will continue to prune us yeah. by continuing to dive into yeah, his yeah, word yeah. is because he loves us. like yeah. it's this weird thing that like we start with a response to the benevolence, the response to yeah. the love and then we're like 
<laughs> we get into self-hatred. Like, yeah, how did we yeah, get here? Yeah, how yeah. did we get here? You know? Well, and I messed that up because I was thinking, I was like, I know that what I said isn't right, but I can't think of it right now. And it just came to me. But it's that um, our transformation is what's going to lead to God's benevolence if we just transform. And really, it's his benevolence that leads to our mm-hmm. transformation transformation. Yeah. So his benevolence first, we have to accept that. We have to experience yeah. that. We have to sit in that. And, but it's so much easier to cross things off of a to-do list, you know, we're putting to- our conditional love onto the unconditional yeah, absolutely, love of God yes. and confusing yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, one thing that was interesting is like, so we, we did that one and it's like that, that seems to be a, um, uh, you know, a, a pretty preachable. Sure. Just, just the scripture itself. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm so like, you know, that's the theme. So clearly I'm giving that talk, right? Like that's the, 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 the keynote talk, but there's another talk that day that I'm giving. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, we, we were having this meeting and like, I didn't have anything planned. I wasn't like a lot of times they're like, do whatever you want. I'm like, okay, here's like my top two or here's like my top four or five talks. You pick the two that you think would be best for your community. Yeah. That's typically how it works. But they didn't even know what the talks were going to be. They're like, there's going to be one about the theme. Let me know that. Right. Yeah. But then um, I forget how it happened, but it was somebody else on the call. It's not something that I would have thought of. Right. And I'm like, I think it's perfect. That's how God works. We talked about community earlier and how God works through community. I, I would have never thought of this. And somebody brought up the Martha and Mary story. Mm. And I'm like, Ooh, like very clear parallels. Yeah. Between yeah. These yeah. Two yeah. Stories. Like, sure. Yeah. One who remains Mary mm-hmm. and one who, is doing the busy work for Jesus. Yeah. Martha. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm Martha. I have a boy and girl's name. Martha is not a boy and girl's name, but I like, I'm definitely more of the Martha. Like mm-hmm. I, I literally proved that last segment, like do the yeah. work, do the work. The remaining is harder. And uh, so they were like, Oh, like that, that's probably going to be the second talk. You said you've talked about Martha Mary before. I want to yeah. hear what, what are some of your favorite things about the Martha Mary story? I, I love this. I'm Mary. I know. I love this because Jesus is not saying Mary or Martha. He's not saying. I think that Jesus was very happy that there was dinner being served. I think Jesus was thrilled that, you know, Martha's in there doing the things that are leading to a wonderful night, a joyous night, a night that they can all celebrate together. So he's not saying don't do those things. And, And he's not saying only be Mary. He's just saying there is a seat. And how many times do we have to hear it? You know, how many different ways can he say it? There is a time for everything. And this is not the time for that. Or if you're going to be envious, if you're going to work yourself into a place where you have looked around and started comparing and are now envious, know that this is available to you too. You're just choosing against it. So it's not about that Martha's doing the wrong things. It's not about that Mary should only be doing that thing. It's always about a healthy balance between the two and which is called for what or what is called for which. I agree, but that's going to get me in trouble. Why? Because I feel like Mary and Martha had bad time management. (laughs) Okay. Because I agree with what you're saying. There's a time for everything. There's a time to be Martha. There's a time to work. Uh-huh. When Jesus is there, I, I even understand. I even get the premise, even though I still fall into the Martha thing, uh, both because of, sometimes out of choice and sometimes not. Sometimes I'm f- forced into the Martha role. 
Um, but because like the, my general rule when I hear that story is like, be Mar- it's okay to be Martha until Jesus is there. Hmm. Then you have to be Mary, right? Hmm. Then you have to go sit at the feet of Jesus, right? So for me, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, at mass, I probably should put my phone away. As much as I want to check the NFL scores that I bet on mm-hmm. in the middle of mass, that's probably what I hope. Like when Jesus is there, I need to be mm-hmm. Mary. I need to be with Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Or like in a in a in a set apart prayer time, or when I go to adoration, or when I, um, or when I go to like a conference or a ministry event. There's a lot of times where I'm still Martha-ing, even at like a conference. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like. Oh, how did how's this work? How's that sound doing? How's how, mm-hmm. how did they prepare this song? Mm-hmm. Why did mm-hmm. they pick that song? Why are mm-hmm. they singing, why is she singing this one? Why is he singing? Like I can even do Martha things at in Mary moments, right? So I think the call for me specifically is like just Yeah. Literally learn the lesson from this literal gospel passage. Yeah. Yeah. Stop being Martha while Jesus is there. Yeah. I think that's like the cut to the heart thing for me. But part of me is also like, I don't know. Couldn't they like prepare the meal and then go be with Jesus? Like, what did they yeah. not know he was coming? Like, you know, yeah, like- no, I, my, my interpretation of that was always that it was that he had started teaching. And so, as a woman, you hear that she's like sitting at his feet, that she's allowed to um, sit at his feet while he's teaching. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I agree with you that I think Jesus is there and there's still a meal that needs, you know, and so in a, in a loose moment where yes, there's work to be done, do it, but he's started talking now and you're, you're clattering pans mad at your sister. Go do what she's doing right now. Yeah. Um, I get that. I, 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 I get it, but this is why it's hard for me. It's because I've literally been working in ministry and I've been the, like the person responsible for a lot of ministry stuff Yeah. to where if something is happening and something needs to be done. Yeah. I have to do it. Right. And like, yeah that's part of like my ministry training and like my, my, um, my instincts is like, if something is happening and something else is like, and just a skills thing, like people trust me to do the thing. Right. If I'm at church, I'm not, I, I have said a thousand times, I'm not responsible for the sound. I'm not the sound guy. Yeah. But if something's wrong at mass, <laughs> you know, who's looking at me? <laughs> The priest. Yeah. And like, I'm not mad at him at all. I'm not throwing, I'm not throwing any shade yeah. on the priest. Yeah. Ask, asking me to, he's asked me to do it over and over again. I keep saying no, because I know I struggle with this. Yeah. It's this constant battle between like both internally and from external of like, you can fix the problem, fix the problem. Cause it's yeah. bothering everybody. Mm-hmm. So there are so many times, sometimes I think it's true. Sometimes it's maybe not, but where like, I am making the sacrifice of my Mary time so that other people can have Mary time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's healthy and sometimes, and mm-hmm. may, maybe I've done it unhealthily some other times, but like literally this, this past sun, uh, sunset Saturday, we go to Saturday mass now because the NFL is on Sunday. So, you know, thank, thank Jesus yeah. for vigil masses. Everybody's mad at me for that take. And I'm just like, the church gave me options. What <laughs> no, yeah, me? Yeah. You, know, like, you played around it too. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but like stuff was wrong. So but I, I have access to it on my phone. I pull up my phone and yeah. I'm tweaking the sound. I'm pulling things yeah. up, pulling things out. Yeah. And it's like, it made it better for everybody. Yeah. But I was out of prayer for 10 minutes. Yeah. The, the three minutes it took me, the three minutes it bothered me, the three minutes it took me to finally do it, and the three minutes after, I'm still thinking about it and listening. I'm literally listening for sound about how the sound is bouncing around the church while everybody else is like, oh, nice homily. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't hear. I didn't. No. <laughs> I think that the bottom line of this whole episode, Taylor, is that you need to supplement 
with your holy hour, <laughs> hour yeah. and that you need to get yourself to adoration. Yeah. And I will be asking you next time I'm here how that went. In a month. Hopefully I've got in a month, Callie. Yeah. Oh man. But I, you know, as far as Martha getting things done at getting things done time, um, I d- have you seen the meme where I meant to send you this. I'm like way behind on looking at the things you've sent me and then I have a couple to send you, but there's this. Oh, that's part of everybody in my life telling me no. I send send stuff to people all the time and no one seems to care. No one cares about my time or friendship. It's it's just homecoming and we have teenagers. (laughs) That's all. Okay. But, um, it was like, it was a meme. It was hilarious or a gif. I don't know. What is that? What do y'all call them? So it's like with every uh, eye closed and with every head bowed. And then it says, the prayer team or the, 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 worship, team. the worship team. And they're like sprinting and, yeah, yeah. and they're like carrying Mike, you know, whatever. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, one eye opened yeah, when yeah, I've been yeah. on the worship team for sure. Um, here's the story. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a, a woman named Martha, Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. The Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. And indeed, only one. He's so confusing. (laughs) What? Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Like, honestly, I'm frustrated. Yeah. He shows up unannounced. She's like, we need to take care of this man and the either dozens or hundreds of guests that he brought with him. Yeah, right. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to help. And he, he, she, and then Jesus is like, she's better. I'm like, you did this. <laughs> there you are put so me in many... mass with the skills to fix the sound. It's your fault. <laughs> I feel like Jesus doesn't get a lot of credit for how funny he likely was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to me, this whole exchange where she's like, I picture her kind of being funny. I'm not saying she's not frustrated, but I think that she's like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I think that it's, there's a lightheartedness, even if she's exasperated where she's like, tell her you're going to tell her, right? God. And he's like, you know, I, it, it reminds me of one of those. I think Jesus is being funny when he's like, how much, how much longer must I endure you people? Yeah. You know? And so he's like, Ah, oh, sister. That's what you you're know? saying about this podcast hour. How much longer <laughs> must I endure this? <laughs> but he's like, sister, like, come go sit with her. We don't even need anything right now. You know, like, I think it's, I don't know. I think they had a really thick relationship. And so they're like, they're kind of bossing each other around. Tell her, God. And he's like, no, I'm telling you. What I, come join the party, what Martha. What I want follow-up story. We know that Jesus is friends with these people. Yeah. We, we see them multiple times throughout. And we don't get the follow-up story of that's what I want. I want the follow-up story of Martha being like, fine, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit at yeah, your feet. And then everybody being like, where's the and food? Like- Why you no, no. Jesus said, I must sit here and pray. Yeah. I'm not fixing the sound. Yeah, I'm going to sit here and pray. Do you, you know what he did? You suffer with me. Then he took what she started and he multiplied yeah, yeah, it by yeah, thousands. Yeah, That's yeah, the rest yeah, of the story, yeah, exactly. Taylor. Well, he hasn't done that for me yet. <laughs> Your time is coming. I've been watching so much Curb Your Enthusiasm. Have you watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? No. Uh, you've heard the song. The do, yeah. Do, do. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I hear that song almost over everything now because I'm I'm I don't know I've watched eight seasons in like six months like you know there's not that long ten episode seasons thirty minutes each right uh, I've watched a lot of it and the whole part of this 
point of the show is like he gets put in awkward situations and he constantly makes it worse and then they play that music over the most awkward time (laughs) it's like i hear that music all over this story you know like (laughs) martha's face whatever he's like she's like so um i feel like we solved the um the what i'm gonna say for the first story i feel like we've solved okay i don't feel like we've solved the what i'm gonna say for the martha berry story I think I need more. I need another. I need one final Allison nugget to take home about the Martha Mary story. Go to Holy Hour, Taylor. Not for me. Oh. Not for me, for the junior high kids. I need help professionally. Gotcha. What would you say? What's the primary takeaway that you that you will give for the Martha and Mary story for some teenagers? I don't know. Sorry. Ah, I'm out. Yeah. Well, this is still work to be done there. This was halfway helpful. It's almost like dinner wasn't finished because (laughs) Martha was told to sit down. (laughs) You offer up what you have. You offer up what you have, and the Lord's going to finish. After after this whole show, the Lord's going to do the rest. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know what I won't be doing in front of the junior high kids? Wearing things that are hip to them, like half. half I'm gonna jackets. get you. I'm gonna get you a special cropped hoodie, Tay Tay, and you. They're gonna ooh and ah. They're gonna. Most ask. of my t-shirts feel like they're cropped anyway because <laughs> my belly's gotten so big. So that's a whole other thing. It's the wrong kind of crop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, we solved half of my crisis. You yeah. were halfway helpful, just well, like Martha and Mary together. Was ha- halfway productive in the kitchen. Well, I'll take that. I think it's intended. Good. We ended. We, we started the show by talking about your appearance and ended with you in the kitchen. This is yeah. perfect, perfect bookends <laughs> for the show. Stop. I'm Taylor Stroll. I'll be back next week. That's Allison Sullivan. She'll be back in a month. See ya. Thank you guys for watching or listening to today's show. We really appreciate you taking the time out to hang out with us. Uh, especially a lot of you guys have been commenting or DMing uh, on social media over the last couple of weeks after we mentioned the last couple of episodes. We were getting a lot of uh, negative comments over on YouTube and Instagram and that sort of thing. And I just really appreciate that. We know that uh, you know thousands of you guys are listening. So it's just good to hear from, from the good ones. It's good to hear good things from good people. We just appreciate all of you for uh for listening uh, especially even those of you who are hate listening we appreciate you too it helps us out quite a bit uh speaking of helping us out quite a bit uh, the best thing that you can do is subscribe to the show wherever you are listening on podcasts if you're listening on podcast app leave us a five-star review that is great if you're listening or and watching on youtube hit subscribe leave a comment let us know how you feel about today's show we would really appreciate it as we continue to try to grow and expand what we are able to do and we thank you guys for uh for doing your part in that as well. Uh, We will be back very soon. Until then, love you.